Welcome to the Photo Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gagne, and today I have a special edition Super Bowl episode. On this podcast, I speak with veteran sports photographer Rob Tringali, who has photographed more than 20 Super Bowls. Rob has been a working photographer for over 30 years, having photographed for clients such as Sports Illustrated, ESPN, The Players' Tribune, and Nike, to name a few. Rob has a wealth of knowledge and experience, so I was excited to sit down and talk with him before he heads down to Atlanta to photograph Tom Brady's sixth Super Bowl championship. So I hope you guys enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. All right, well, uh, Rob Tringali, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks so much for taking the time to do this, man. Hi, Alex. I appreciate you having me. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely, man. I, uh, I've been seeing your work for years, so I was excited to talk to you with all the interesting stuff you've done within sports and all the other photography you've done. Um, I guess uh, I was just kind of curious what you've been working on lately. I know I just saw you kind of had the cover of SI, I think, last week, right? Yeah, yeah, that was the uh, the game, uh, the championship game that people are talking about um, in the in New Orleans, the Rams, uh, Saints game. So uh, yeah, that was um, yeah, that was last Sunday. So that was probably the last thing I did, and headed to uh, the Super Bowl this week. So you know that'll that'll be fun, and and baseball starts, and uh, you know, and you know, the rest of the rest of the year kind of uh, transpires how it how it transpires we just <laughs> keep it going. one day at a time but, yeah uh, yeah keep it going yeah keep the cycle going and i guess with like that cover like when you're covering that game um how does that usually work are does si kind of direct you on like what they're looking for um did you kind of have like was there like were you trying to shoot a cover or how does that usually kind of play yeah out? well we knew we knew going in that they were going to do covers for each of the uh the super bowl participants so one you know one afc and one nfc cover so we knew uh uh, we had a cover. We knew we had uh, the leading offs were the three double pages, and then there was a story. So we knew there was a, you know, a lot of stuff that was um, come out of those games. Uh, that particular game, I worked with the Simon Brody. He, he met me and him were assigned to the game in New Orleans, and uh, so we just, you know, we we kind of divvied up the field. I think, uh, you know, I took the Saints field sideline, and then he took the. Uh, you know, the Rams uh, sideline. And and, uh, and then we actually did have a plan for the final. If there was a game-winning kick, we had a plan. Like, if it was the Rams, you know, I was going to be behind the kicker. And then mm. if it was the Saints. So we actually had, like, a little bit of a, um, a game plan going in. And, we you know, we worked before. We worked, actually really worked well together. So, um, um, so we knew exactly, you know, how the game was transpiring. And we knew, you know, uh, down to the end, we actually had it. We actually talked about that before the game. That, um, and just what happened, the Rams, you know, kicked the game-winning kick. And I was behind it. And, you know, wow. you never know, you know what what's going to happen as far as covers go, but um, yeah, it's always fun. It's, it's a definitely a fun thing to uh, to see, uh, you know, to see happen. That's kind of cool. You kind of work as a not like well, you guys two photographers kind of working on the same game together. It's kind of like a little yeah, bit... yeah. No, it's, I think you have to. I think you know, you know, I've definitely been in situations where you know guys are in the same position and you know trying to like you know try to get the same picture. But I, I've always been more of a team player and. Uh, and yeah, I think you have to have that approach if you're going to cover a game. Yeah, uh, you, you have to kind of have a, you know, a mentality that hey, we're we're there and doing, you know, trying to just cover it together and we're trying to make the best pitches we can. So, yeah, that's, that's uh, cool. I think you do have. I think you do have to have a plan, a little bit of a plan of, you know, you know how to how to how to go about certain things. And football, this seems like I've never actually shot a football before, but this seems like a hard sport to shoot because the f- the field's so big. Like, yeah. No. How, how um, do you approach it? Because like it's hard to like. Because I guess with like basketball, it's a, a little bit easier. It's small. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
Well, that's why I mean, like you know, for the you know, like the Super Bowl, we'll have you know, we'll have probably five guys shooting, and that's probably a good number because you know, honestly, two guys, you know, there are things that can happen that you just there's no way you can have coverage, you know, for. So you know, you always like to have at least guy back for you know, just what happens if there's if there's a you know, defensive touchdown or somebody you know picks something off. There's all you know, two guys, you know, it's a little difficult, but you do your best. I mean, you try to you know, you do your best to try to cover the game. Um, with yeah. two people, and uh, I would say most of the time it works out. So uh. yeah, no, no, that was that was exciting, man. It's always got to be a good feeling to get the cover. I bet. Yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, it's always. I mean, I'm an old, you know, print guy. That it's always there's nothing like you know seeing an actual, you know, tangible piece of thing that you could touch. And um, so I'll always be, uh, you know, I'll always be, uh, you know, old school magazines, prints. So that's that's always fun to, to, to you know be able to actually see it come in the mail and you know yeah. actually. You know, see it in person, so um, there's nothing like it. Honestly. Hell yeah, man! Keep it alive. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, no, a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's dwindling, but you'd, you'd hope that there's at least uh, you know a few, you know, a few that will survive and you know keep the. the and I, I don't know. I think things will uh, make a. You know, I think there'll be another print cycle coming you know down the road. I think you know. Mm. I don't know. That's my feeling, anyway. That you know, things. You yeah, know, I you think see, it's like. I think it's like you um, see records. You see, like you know, like uh, you know, you know, people, you know, collecting vinyl records again. So I don't know. I, I have a feeling. I always have a feeling that things come around. And so I, we'll th- see, I, I think know. it's just going to be different because there's actually. I think it's going to be more like, um, like the publication is going to be more niche. Like, if, I don't know if you have you seen the yeah. golf, the golfers journal, all the yeah, stuff no, there. no, yeah, victory, victory journal, golfers journal. I think those those uh, models, those uh, you know, those quarterly models. Um, where you, you you get them and they're really well done and you put them on your coffee table and you don't mind having them there for three months. I think there's a there's a there's a there's definitely something there as far as yeah and it's more know, it's it's for and, and it's more totally ta- niche, yeah totally. yeah more tailored totally to like a like, specific yeah. audience and yeah. you know and it's not always about the game story it's, it's it's definitely a little bit more just in depth you know in depth cool and then you know it's very visually uh you know visually um appealing so I think that's uh. You know, I think you'll see more and more of those. Um, hopefully, you'll see more and more of those things pop up. Because you know, yeah. I don't know. I like I like getting them and, and you know having them out. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a quarterly thing. Great. You know, so yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm a big fan of those those, uh, those publications. Yeah, it seems like the thing that's kind of interesting looking at your work. It's an interesting mix of like, uh, would you describe yourself as like a traditional photojournalist? Because like <sighs> looking at cause, like some of your stuff, like the SI stuff, I would imagine that's not like really yeah, edited I know, that I, much. I, I can't... But then, no, I, I never really thought of myself as like a traditional. I, I, I like to think of myself as somewhat of an, like somewhat of a, you know, I would say artsy, but there's a combination of journalism, arts, you know, yeah. art kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and it honestly has changed over the years from where I first started um, to where I am now. You know, there's definitely been a, you know, a transformation of how, you know, what I used to shoot and what I shoot now. So, um, describing myself is a little difficult, but I, you know, I just try to make the best picture possible and, yeah. um and i've i've worked for you know i've worked for clients for for the most part that has have given me the liberty to, to really just do my own thing and it's not always about just like you know you gotta make sure you got that touchdown make sure you get that sack I, or mm-hmm. you know uh so it's it's i definitely have liberties as far as uh um the people i've worked for that i've you know taken ch- i've been able to take chances and do things that you know not a traditional photojournalist would do that would you know just, you know if you miss the picture you miss the picture but i've i've Again, I've had that opportunity to uh, to do you know do some you know 
you know, take some chances is the best way to describe it, I guess. Yeah, definitely. It looks like, because I think I like looking about your work is like you kind of have like this, some really cool stories you like to tell, but then with like, yeah. it seems like the yeah. portraiture, like sometimes you like to do a little more stylized look. So it's kind of a cool balance yeah. of different things. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think um, around, you know, I was a stock shooter when I first started. I was, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, so it was basically posters and baseball cards and uh, magazines. And it was very, you know, a lot of it was like 600 millimeter, uh, you know, very tight, mm. um, vertical, silhouettable, you know, lo- those kind of things. Really. And that was probably the first, you know, 10 years of, of, of shooting or even more maybe. And uh, so, you know, then we, trans- you know, we transformed into like uh, once digital started, you know, and the card companies and the poster companies, all that stuff went away. I, I kind of realized at that point I had to, you know, really kind of just hone my skills as a storyteller. Mm. And, uh, and I hooked up with like ESPN magazine was one of my bigger clients back, uh, you know, when they started probably, you know, late, you know, mid to late nineties. And I remember my buddy, Jim Serber, who's a, you know, one of the uh, senior, senior editors there. And, you know, when he would hire me, I, you know, I was trying to like, I think when I, my first few assignments, I was trying to just make sure I covered everything. And, and I, I remember a conversation we had where he was like, Hey Rob, you know, we don't, we can, you know, we can get those images off AP or Getty. Like we want you there to tell, you know, to tell, you know, we want to see your vision of what mm. we're assigning you to do. So that always was, that always sticked in the back of my head. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm there. They're hiring, people are hiring me to, to show a story that I see visually. So, and that's kind of how I always approach almost every assignment I go into where it's like, Hey, if they're hiring me, they're hiring me as a you know to what i see and what you know my uh you know vision to whatever the, that story is so again yeah, that's kind of how i approach most things and you know it's how you know it's, i think it's a cool thing to do you know or have where you know and you want people to hire you for what you you know who you are as opposed to just hey you're just the right person in the right area to mm-hmm. to pick up a credential so i'm um, you know any advice to anybody you know starting out would be hey you know what just stick to what you do and uh you know, get, try to get hired for that vision that you have. So, Yeah, I think that's like a thing that I think a lot of younger photographers struggle with because obviously everyone's hungry. They want jobs. So I know I kind of yeah. did it when I first started doing it. I, I was like trying to do things that I thought people wanted. And then I, right. and then it just gets lost in the mix because you don't have any voice. Did it kind of take you out? Right, right. Get you, stuff doesn't stick, yeah. yeah. Your stuff doesn't stand out to it, you know. So you do want to have a, a look, you know. And, you know, I think we hear that all the time. But yeah. I think there's something true about that where you want people to look at your images and say, hey, that's right. that's the look we're going for. That's, yep. uh, that's the look I'm trying to sell. So that's a, I've always tried to stick true, you know, stick to that and just kind of approach every assignment. It's like, hey, I'm just there and I have this thing that I think I do well or, I, or at least I enjoy doing, which is, you know, I think you always want to be true to yourself in anything that you do. So you just try to kind of, yeah. <laughs> you know, try to like, you know, try to appease everybody. It's impossible. It's like, you know, so I think you just have to, dress, you know, appease yourself and then hopefully, you know, people find, uh, you know, um, reasons to hire you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, hopefully, you fit, you, hopefully you fit, you know, certain categories that when the right assignment comes. Yeah, and I, and I think, I don't know about you, but I think it's just like constantly evolving because I look at the work I shot like seven years ago, the way I might have like retouched it and things, and it's like comple- no completely different to how I do it now. So you feel like your work is no constantly just kind of evolving pretty much. Yeah, and that's, a, and that's a good thing. You always want it to evolve. I mean, I think anybody who's, you know, I, I hear some guys, you know, when they go to games and they go, you know, they, they do exactly the same thing. I just, it drives me, you know, I'm like, how do you, how do you not, 
how do you not change it up a little bit? It just would seem so you know boring to me if there was not a little bit of a you know a tweak here, a tweak there. So I think there's always you know and yeah, you, and I think it's always good to look back at your old stuff and you know, even the way you edit, the way you see pictures, the way you compose pictures. I think it's all. Mm. you know, something that should always evolve over time until, you know, until you stop doing it. Yeah. I don't see any other way. Yeah, definitely. And I guess just to go back a little bit, like where did you grow up and like, how did you kind of get into photography initially? Um, yeah, I grew up in uh, Staten Island, New York. Mm. (laughs) And, um, yeah, no, it was, uh, so my dad was, you know, I try try to make this as short as possible, but, (laughs) you know, my, so my dad was a photographer. He he was, he, you know, he was, he wasn't like a sports, a traditional sports photographer. He did a lot of medical stuff Mm -hmm. and, uh, but he and his partner ended up, you know, starting one of the first sports photo agencies in the seventies, a company called Focus on Sports. And so I was around, you know, I was around kind of the business when, you know, I was a kid, you know, I would, I would, you know, his, his partner's a guy by the name of Mickey Palmer, who's, who shot every, you know, pretty much every Super Bowl. So as a kid, I was, I, I went to, you know, a couple of Super Bowls when, you know, World Series games, you know, seven, eight, ten years old. So Damn. I was always around it. Um, that being said, um, I, you know, I had really no interest in, in taking pictures, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you would think it would be obvious that it would be like something that, um <laughs> Um, but anyway, so uh, I'm not a teenager and I kind of realized that I wasn't going to play, you know, shortstop for the Yankees or, you know, <laughs> every, you know, everybody's kids, you know, kids dream. Yeah. And, uh, um, and my, and my parents were separate. My parents were divorced. So I, I kind of, you know, lived most of the time with my stepdad and my mom mm-hmm. and I, and my stepdad worked on you know, wall street. So I, I just, in my head, I was like, Hey, I'm just gonna, you know, probably just, that's what I'm going to do. I probably, you know, just, you know, go, you know, work in the financial world. It just, that's, yeah. just, just seemed like that's what was normal life. Mm-hmm. You know, people around my, you know, where I live, my, you know, my, my neighborhood, you know, everyone took the bus into the city and they came home and that was that. So, mm-hmm. um, so I ended up interning for him, you know, my, my stepdad's company. And I knew like after the first, like two days, I was like, there's no way <laughs> <laughs> I could put a suit on, go into the city every day at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, my mind started at 17, my mind started racing. I'm like, wow, what, you know, what am I going to do? Like, you know, this is, you know, I thought this was going to be something that, um, what my future was going to be like. So, um, so then, you know, again, my dad had a business and, you know, in the photography world, and I, but I, I wanted to be around sports is really the best, you know, the, uh, the honest answer is I wanted to be around sports just somehow. And, um, so that was my way. So I, I, into the, the arena. So I ended up assisting you know, some guys when I was, you know, probably like late high school, senior and you know i got the bug just to just to go to games and and uh and so little by little i picked up a camera and uh you know started you know started getting some credentials and you know i was you know i was terrible i mean honestly i was <laughs> you know i was i was uh you know wasn't definitely it definitely wasn't in a savant as far as uh sports photography goes and but and it was you, also a different time. yeah you were shooting you, know, pro- you were shooting yeah you were shooting yeah. Pro- like chromes yeah manual focus chrome with uh you know and it you know, all kinds of different conditions. So it wasn't <laughs> the people who were doing it then and were great at it were, you know, it was, there was definitely an art form to it. And, uh, um, a little by little, you know, I watched guys, you know, I watched some of these sports illustrated guys, um, and how they went about their, their assignment and how they, you know, um, I just kind of, when I, I would go to games, I'd, I'd kind of mirror some, you know, some, you know, whoever was shooting and then, you know, little by little you get better at it. And, um, you know, 
That's... 30 years later. <laughs> That's still cool. Doing it, was so, he, was uh, he, yeah, what, no. It's... Was your dad pretty like supportive supportive of your photography from the get go? Was Yeah, he... no, I yeah, I think he was excited that I was excited about something for the first time in my life. You know, mm-hmm. I think and he, you know being you know dad myself now, you know, you're always excited when your kid has a passion for something. So mm-hmm. um so the first time I was, you know, he you know, he made it, you know, he was definitely supportive but i also remember you know looking at my first early assignments i think he was or my first not even assignments they were just you know games i would just go on spec and have a credential and mm. um but i remember his look went man this stuff is so bad man like, <laughs> <laughs> like what, am I, what am i gonna tell him so he was positive but he was you know, you know out of a role maybe if i got like one picture like that was okay he's like ah, you know start so uh um, but yeah, you know, it was a perseverance. And, uh, so I ended up working at night at a, at a, at a, at a you know, my stepdad's company. I made all, you know, whatever money I made, I, I invested into traveling to games and mm. wherever, Chicago, San Francisco and Miami and, uh, you know, buying film, buying equipment and, uh, just, you know, just try to get better and better and, you know, that's cool. Uh, so you were this kind of tra- you were like this traveling to games. Were, you were just kind of shooting for yourself, or was it shooting? For- yeah, it was. It was all you know. Again, my dad had we, we had an agency, but a lot of everything was all like spec work. Where um, you know, a lot of guys would you know there was honestly there weren't that many, but we would all kind of look at the schedule. Like you know, for example, we look at the NFL schedule before the season started, and. Uh, you know, hey, this is you know a great game in Chicago. This, you know, this game is in, you know here's a great game in San Francisco, or here's a great game in L.A. or uh, you know Miami, and you know, and then you would combine it with a, like a college football game on a Saturday. Yeah. So, you know, there were weekends where yeah, it was Michigan on Saturday, and then you could you know drive over to Chicago or whatever. And um, and honestly, you made your schedule, um, and that was the that was the world. Honestly, it was um, an interesting world where you just it was all about feeding, you know, all your clients where like, like I said, whether it was posters or baseball cards or magazines or, and again, it was the wild west too. It's like, there was ads, it was Nike and Gatorade and whatnot. And, you know, there was no real, you know, you know, there was really no, um, uh, what's the word? Um, you know, you could pretty much sell to anybody. There was you yeah. know, no restrictions. Um, so, you know, like for example, you know, if you got great images of Bo Jackson or Jerry Rice, you know those things were, were priceless. I mean, you could sell those things forever. And uh, yeah, and uh, and for a, for a photographer like myself who was shooting stock and guys like myself, and again, it was a small little club. Um, the, the the object was to get as many great pictures of the top athletes, you know, across the board, whether it was baseball, football, golf, tennis, whatever, you know, hockey, basketball, mm. and there was no shortage of clients who were buying this stuff and buying it at, at pretty. And you and you would have to, and this is like pre units. You would have to like shoot the photos, process it, and then you're like sending them out. To yeah, different clients. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like you know, you go to L.A. and shoot a game, shoot Bo Jackson, and you know, you fly, get on the red eye, and you know, you have like, you know, you might have shot a USC game on a Saturday, and so, and then a Raiders game on a Sunday, and then you hop on the red eye flight Sunday night. You have like your seventy rolls of film, and mm-hmm. you know, go to the lab Monday morning, and then, and then, uh, you know. I mean, that's a whole nother, like, that was like Christmas every, every, you know, every time you got your film process, you know, that, that, you know, getting that, those boxes of, of slides and looking through them and seeing the, you know, mm-hmm. you know, how the exposures and everything was, you know, if the, you know, the colors look great and the sharpness and, and then it was literally like a race to like get the stuff labeled and edited and, and Ship it out. you know, you had, you had clients who were waiting for this stuff. Like, yep. um, you know, you'd have these faxes that would come in and, you know, whether it was sport magazine, inside sport magazine, whatever, you know, whatever card company, whatever poster company. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the images would go out FedEx and, 
you would a good image is you would never see like the whole year. Like you know, Bo, you know, a good Bo Jackson image would go from you know, Sport Magazine to Inside Sport Magazine to you know, this trading card company, this poster company, and um, it was it was fun. Honestly, it was a it was a fun. Yeah, it sounds exciting, yeah. and like even the how you're mentioning this, like how you're kind of just shooting some of that stuff on spec. Um, yeah, do you feel like that? I mean, do you feel like yeah, that's we, so you, even important nowadays? Because like if, if for me, I feel like being a photographer, like it's so competitive. I think a lot of times you just gotta, yeah. you got to make shit happen. Because I was going to ask you, is that yeah. something you do now? Like, will you pitch ideas to clients or this? Yeah, kind of... I'll definitely pitch ideas, and I'll definitely do some spec work on you know on occasion, but nowhere near what you were doing. You know, and no, and nowhere near the travel. Like you know, you know, spec game, and it's me going to you know philadelphia just a drive or something like that but honestly it's very a very little bit of what i do now and a lot of it is just if i just want to try something different yeah, um, but but i do know but i know there are people who still go out there and you know whether it's guys who work for the nfl or you know certain sports where there's yeah you know, i'm sure there's a business there just um you know something that you know i guess i was a little jaded for what I remember it being, and I just can't imagine being the same way. So uh, I feel like, do you feel um, like it was easier to get access to games back in the day, like even like in the nineties and stuff? Like, yeah, per, oh, no question. Because no now it's yeah, like okay, everyone, I, I, everyone has a digital camera, so it's like everyone just wants to get in the mix. So it's like I would imagine it's probably yeah. a different atmosphere. Yeah, no, I mean, like, like for example, like a sport magazine when they were in business would get you a credential, but they they still full knew that hey, you were selling stuff to wherever, but they knew that you were there. For and they needed something if they had a, a request so it was like a gentleman's agreement like hey we're going to get you credentials and you know um as long as we have access to them when we need them uh, but yeah i don't I, you know as far as access goes i mean i think it's it's okay to get access now just mm. you know the restrictions and what you can do with them and and honestly you know i was used to a time where you know images were worth a, a, a different level what they are worth now so yeah. um and then and, and then it's, it, you know there's so much you know there's so much of it, so um, it's hard. To, I, I don't know. It's maybe it's. I, I can't. I can't say I'm, I. I know the, that business that well anymore, as far as you know, syndication and what people are making. So mm-hmm. um, it's hard for even to to say, hey, what's you know what what it's worth. But probably you know, prob- it's, it's prob- worth it. prob- probably not much. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> no, if I had to guess, not what I was. Not what I was. No, no, so, no. Uh, um, yeah, it was definitely different. So, uh, but I guess like, was there like a point when you you kind of started to get really serious about this and knew it was going to be a career for you? Like, did you end up studying <sighs> photography or did you just kind of teach everything yourself? No, I think I just, I mean, you know, honestly, yeah, I never thought it would change. Like, I honestly, when I, when I first started, when I when I got into this that that uh, world, um, you know, I thought it was I was going to be it forever. I was going to just shoot and just, uh, shoot that way. Uh, it was when digital kind of started making its real, mm-hmm. you know, push around like early 2000. Yep. Um, when I, when I knew that the stock world, at least the stock world that I was, um, working in, I started in yeah. was gonna, was going to dissipate. I mean, I knew that, Hey, the, the, the days of, you know, the days of just being able to shoot wherever and, 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 and people going to buy the stuff from you was, you know, was going to completely evaporate or, for the most part of that, really, is what I was used to. Yeah. Um, you guys, you remember the, the shelf life too. You know, back when you could shoot a guy like Barry Sanders or Joe Montana, and you could sell stuff for you know years as long as they didn't change uniform. Yeah, it didn't matter. Like people didn't mind. But like once the digital came in, it really became, you know a lot of the publications were very adamant about having the images. You know, have to be like 
shot within the last you know few weeks or months so it really the shelf life of the images started to dissipate yep. and i knew you know again like i you, know, you had a good idea like this was this 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 world was not going to exist that much at least the world i was used to um and, and honestly that it was it was it was great from a career where i knew that um i had to develop my skills as a as a storyteller as a, as a somebody who was going to um you know somebody who can be assigned um, to tell a story. And, and uh, so then at that point, I started honing in on my skills to, to do that. And, and yeah, like I said, ESPN was one of my, my first clients. And um, they gave me a lot of opportunities to work on, you know, the, the, you know that skill set. And, you know, it, it made me a, a way better photographer, you know, than, than a guy who was, you know, just out there kind of just you know, shooting vertical, silhouettable. And yeah, again, yeah. those are fun. Those are fun moments. I have no regrets about it. But, mm-hmm. you know, the idea of, of being an actual photographer, like somebody who can, you know, make something out of nothing or tell a story out of whatever. Yeah, um, something a, l- a little deeper. It's something more like... Yeah, it, something a little bit more, uh, you know. Again, yeah. like I have no regrets. I'll never, you know, I'll never have any regrets of some of that stuff I shot early on. But yeah. when you look at it, it's pretty one-noted. It's, you know, hey, beautiful picture, you know, Joe Montana, back to pass, 600 millimeter, mm-hmm. you know, great. You know, but it's a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you remember? You know, I don't mind, like, right, yeah. Do, do you remember some of the, the first assignments you were shooting for? I guess like ESPN. How you mentioned? Do you remember some some of those like first stories you were doing? Um, yeah, a lot of it was like event oriented. Whether like whether it was a Super Bowl or a you know World Series or a golf tournament or tent, whatever it might be. And, um, but it was you know there were times where I mean when Tom Brady. Uh, from an early on assignment when he started to make his way as gear and, and uh, you know, but it was like, Hey, we're just going to cover, you know, cover him. So mm-hmm. a lot of it was like um, shooting just a, a person or a team or, you know, whatever story they're working on. Um, and it was, those are fun. It was like, you know, I, I probably, you know, again, my first part of my career was like, you would, you know, when you would go to a game, you try to shoot everybody. But mm-hmm. so the early on assignments, I'm, you know, definitely like one of the Tom Brady because he's relevant now. Yeah. Um, was just, hey, we're just going to shoot Tom Brady. We're going to, we're just going to just, you know, like, you know, get everything, just hose him down. We're going to get every, you know, every possible, you know, from the time he got, he walks into the stadium to the sitting top on of the bench, and, whatever. Yeah, everything. I mean, everything. And uh, so, and it was kind of, you know, my first kind of sort of um experience doing that kind of thing where it was just like, hey we just i mean we're going to shoot 50 rolls of this guy <laughs> just, you know um anyway you know, he's, you know he's not going to make a move without me you know without me you know um, um documenting it so how yeah, many how many roles like back in the day how many roles would you bring to like if you're shooting a game like you remember how much roles you would bring with you yeah i mean you know um it had to be you know in the 60s 70s you know because you, you, wow. you'd also have different <laughs> Yeah, you know, you'd have like you know, your Fuji Chrome 100, and and that you could probably push, you know, a couple of stops. But you also had to have your just in case the weather was bad, or you know, later in the year where the the sun would go down early. So you had to have your Ectopress 800 ready, or mm-hmm. um, you know, you you know, you had a lot. Yeah, I love it, man. I started X-rays, man. I love it, man. I started shooting film myself, but even now, like I look back on, I'm like, this seems like so. It's almost funny to think about all the work you had to, extra work you had to do. You know, uh, <laughs> but, it's almost it's it's, it's it's yeah, it's hard to believe. I'm I'm actually astonished at how how much of an effort it was to uh, you know not only you know to bring the film and develop you know get the stuff processed, but you know even just changing roles between you know it was almost like you would change a role role almost each play. Yeah. Uh, you know and you know, 
I mean, I remember just, you know, you would, you know, you might go through 20, 25 shots on a play if it was, you know, decent, you know, um, and then it was just a rewind and, you know, start of, you know, start another role. And I, mm-hmm. that, that in itself, when I look at my, you know, I look at my counter on my cameras now, and you're like, you, you know, you get down to like a couple hundred left on <laughs> here. You're like, oh, I got to get a new card in there. And you're like, man, like we did it with like 36 frames. I like, know. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. You had a monitor, like, you know, especially like after the game, like, oh, you know, all that celebration where you're just going to like shoot. And you had to really, really think about, you know, I mean, you know, that's, yeah, you know that's just you know even for our time it was guys who were shooting you know one frame every whatever but yep. but you know thinking about even in my my time like even thirty six frames was you know you had to really think about what, what you were shooting and when you're going to change roles and and uh, yep. um, so yeah no, it was a difference it was different I you know, I was happy and, to actually you know live and, through those times and like another thing like when you're first starting out and you're trying to find clients, like, how are you kind of getting work out there? Because I know, like, a lot of photographers listening um, yeah. are starting out, and, like, that's, like, the tough, I feel like that's the tough part when you're first starting, because no one knows who you are, and they don't, Yeah, no, no one's going to trust you, but how do you kind of get over that, that over that hill, you know? I mean, I never had, you know, when I first started, it was, it was easy, because it wasn't, you know, nowhere near what it is now, as far as competition, the amount of people who were doing it. Yeah. Um, now, um, it's tough. I mean, I think you just, you know, you got to take all the avenues you could possibly take, and, you know, whether it's social, whether it's, uh, but I think you just have to just, um, what's the word? Uh, persevere. I think you just have to just, <laughs> persevere is a good word. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I think you do. Yeah, you just have to just, just do it. I mean, just keep shooting and just, you know, shoot what you like. And, and, uh, you know, I think you'll eventually, I think if you're really good at what you do, I think people will eventually notice. Honestly, I think it's, um, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, you know, I, it's, I, it's hard. I mean, I'm not going to say it's easy, but I think, uh, you know, my, any advice to younger, per, you know, young somebody else is just, you know, be really, really good at what you do. Yeah. This keeps, <laughs> yeah. Keep shooting. Have a, have, I think it's just like shoot as much as you can have a, have a, yeah. have a point, yeah. have a point of view and just kind yeah. of stay in the game and like, you'll, you'll get your yeah. shot, your shots here and, and there. Having, yeah. And have an understanding of what's really good. Like, it's not that hard to see who's working, mm-hmm. you know, who's getting hired, understand the level of work that people are creating and try to, uh, you know, at least get close to that and or surpass it in some way. I think there's, you know, I mean, I think you should be able to self-edit yourself and say, hey, you know what, I, I have a ways to go and or um, and try to get to try to be as good as you can. Um, mm-hmm. it's, you know, you can, you can definitely see who's doing, who's getting hired. I mean, you know, follow Instagram, you can see who's doing work for wherever and any, in any field, whether it's commercial editorial and just be, you know, be very honest with yourself. Like where, you know, where do you stand and how, how far am I from being to that level and try to get as close to that level as you can. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, and then, and, and yeah, I think it's, 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 it's definitely harder to make it in, in this world, in this photography world, this day. But I also know that there are guys who are really good at what they do, mm-hmm. and they're going to get hired. And you're going to get hired if you if you if you're great at what you do, or really good at what you do, and making great pictures. You, you you're definitely going to stand out at one point. There's, yeah. there's no question about it. So. Yeah, definitely. Cream rises to the top always. And eventually, uh, eventually it yeah. does. And yeah. now, again, it's hard. You know, you see it in any field, whether it's you know a, a chef or somebody who's you know you know doing certain things. You see it like. You know, guys who are really, you know, get to excel at that, whatever, whatever job they're doing, eventually, eventually you get noticed. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And even, so, I mean, even you, you, you got to be aware of yourself. You got to be aware of where you are, where you stand. Yeah, and even someone like yourself, you've been doing this for a while, and you you shoot like obviously editorial, but then you you work with advertising yeah. agencies and yeah. different corporations. Um, yeah. Do you feel like even yourself, the way you market your work now has changed over the years? Is this something you're continually like changing, like the way you market? Yeah, your no, work? I think yeah, I don't know if there's a magic answer to what you know what works. Um, um, and I, yeah, I, I try to evolve, and they try to. Um, you know, try to contact with the people that you want to contact with. Right now, I'm in the world, I'm in a place where, you know, want to, you know, kind of love to do more commercial work. Um, so, you know, try to find commercial, you know, creative directors that I, I want to work with or agencies or, or companies. I, uh, so trying to, trying to find them and um, hone my work to what, what they're doing or at least, um, you know, things that I want to get hired for. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, is, is there an answer to it? I don't know. There's no real but we we're talking about how like you kind of shoot like editorial and then you'll shoot commercial and yeah. from talking to like some different art producers with advertising it seems a lot of times they they want more of a production value uh it's a little sure. different editorials so do you feel like you're trying to like market are you showing two different bodies of work when you're meeting with an advertising yeah, I, agency yeah I, I definitely do I, when i so when i go to a, a meeting uh an ad meeting mm -hmm. I, I try to show work that speaks to their you know kind of what I think they're going to want to, to see more of them. And, you know, it's SI, SI covers are great, yeah. but I don't, there's, it's not what they're, you know, they're looking for them. You know, they're looking for more concept based stuff, uh, yeah. you know, things that tell a story, things that have a, a message. So, you know, my, my book, when I go to ad agencies is, is definitely dictated to like you know, images that, you know, a little bit more, you know, visually compelling to what I think you know, they would be you know, hiring me for. So yeah. um, I think you have to kind of know your your client, you know, who you're trying to uh, um, market to. And, and, you know, so I, I, I could change my book up, you know, if I'm going to, you know, whatever media I'm going to, I, I try to, I try to curtail it to whoever. Yeah. 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 They're not going to, you know, yeah, because those yeah, those definitely. those commercial clients, they're only they're only trying to solve a problem for the clients that they represent. They don't care that you've shot whatever no. for these people. No, I mean, there's, there's, if it gets you the door, I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it might get you the door. Like, uh, hey, this guy's been around for thirty years. He's done this, but um, I think you also have to realize what what kind of work they you you want to show them too. I mean, honestly, it's what you want to show. Mm -hmm. um, but you have to be a little bit uh, scientific about how you, uh, how you put your portfolio together and who you're, you know, who you're going to show stuff to. So, yeah, yeah I think it's, it's all, uh, it's all, you know, it's a balance. It's a, yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, a, yeah, it's a balance of, uh, you know, not even a balance. It's, 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 you know, it has to be, uh, I'm, going off tangent but uh it's you know what I'm <laughs> yeah i get it man. yeah and uh one reason i was excited to, to interview you this week uh we got the super bowl coming up and i think is this how many this is going to be your oh my god I, i'm i think it's 27 and wow I'm gonna have to, like actually do some reason to make sure it's 27 i think I, there's only a couple i know there's only a couple of photographers that have shot every one it's like walter yost and a couple yeah 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 no it, it's it's down to maybe a couple yeah, yeah. so uh that's yeah, no, I'm, uh, you know, like I said, I went to a couple of games when I was a kid, and so I was always, you know, Super Bowl Sunday was always like a big deal for me, and um, I'll always remember the first time I walked onto a field, um, and, you know, I've, I've been fortunate to, to, do a, to, to do a bunch of them. Yeah, and what was the first Super Bowl you shot? First Super Bowl I shot was uh, Super Bowl 24, which is in New Orleans, and it was a terrible game between uh, Denver and San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco just, uh, you know, 
crushed him. But, uh, you know, it, you know, the second you walk onto a Super Bowl field that, that morning, and I was, I, I was probably like 20 years old, and, you know, something I'll always remember. So, um, yeah, so pretty, yeah, you know. it seems like, cause it seems like I'm, how has it changed since the first one you shot to now? Cause like looking at it on TV, it seems like a complete like media circus. There's just so many. Yeah. Even, even, yeah, even in 27 years or so, whatever, you know, you know, like, I think I missed a couple of, but, um, yeah, no, it's changed dramatically. I'm like, for example, even like radio row where I remember when I, the first game I shot, there was maybe like one radio station yeah. <laughs> that was there all week. And now you go there and there's like, 200. you know, a thousand radio stations yeah. and the, you know, a convention center. So, you know, the game, and you know, I think even when I first started, there was no real big acts. I mean, maybe early on, I, I think I, I saw Michael Jackson and then that's what started the, you know, that role of, you know, all these halftime acts, uh, you know, having to one up each other. So, uh, but even I, even in my day where, you know, first Super Bowl was maybe like a you know a halftime band or something like that. So uh, I mean, a college band. So uh, um, it's it's changed dramatically, on you know, honestly. So uh, yeah, and so like know. so like this week, like um, how will you prepare? Like uh, when do you fly down um, to get ready for the game? Yeah, I'll, um, yeah, I don't. You know, we're not we're we're just covering the games. We're not doing anything beforehand. So, but I'm I'm going down there on Thursday. I just. Uh, this, uh, people I was going to meet up with that mm-hmm. live down there, so uh, it gives me an opportunity. It's it's, it's a good networking. Um, yeah, you, know, you get to, get to meet people and hang out with people, and uh, um, so it's you know spend a few days just doing that. But you know the game is you know at the end of the day it's it's just it's just another football game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> just, and do you, you don't you prepare exactly the same way? You know, same same. You know, I have a you know I have my setup as far as how I go about shooting you know, when I'm shooting a, a, a game where I'm just it's there just to shoot action and shoot mm-hmm. um you know the bigger plays so I I have a setup that you know I am pretty comfortable with so that doesn't change and uh and uh, yeah once the once the uh, once that first kickoff happens it's it's it's, it's like anything else and, how, and how's like the Super Bowl work in terms of like like obviously I know with like baseball they kind of just put the photographers kind of like in the little I don't know what the, yeah. yeah the little spot where they shoot. Little, um, yeah, little, but how does yeah, how does the Super Bowl work? Do they kind of do you just get one spot and you have to stick there the whole game? Or are you allowed to float around or how does that usually? Go? Um, I I'm pretty sure it's pretty uh, it's pretty similar to any other game. I mean, I think there might be certain guys that have better access as far as what vest they're wearing, but. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and I can only speak for myself for, for, you know, I know we have, you know, Sports Illustrated this week, we'll have five guys shooting and we'll be, we'll be assigned like portions of the field to cover. So it's, it's probably a little less than I would do if I was, you know, covering myself or with, you know, one other person where, you know, you, so you, you definitely have a little less, you know, responsibility, but it's definitely confined to a, uh, yeah. you know, well, a certain area. That's in, that's interesting. They break it down by like you're gonna get this section and get what you can. With yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you yeah, have a helps. do you have a favorite spot? Like where where do you like to be? In, do you think there's one spot you prefer more than others? Or I mean, I um, <laughs> I've shot most of the games by you know you know a lot of my a lot of things I've done in the past was by myself or maybe where where another person, but I it's you know so. I've always been somebody who's kind of let the game dictate to where I go, whether it's an offensive game or a defensive game, or you just have a, you know, a gut feel to what's happening. So I, I, there's definitely positions in the field I like, but on, honestly, I kind of have a gut feeling of as the game progresses of where I think I should be. And mm. for the most part, it's work. It works out. Yeah. You have these instinctive things. I remember when I first started where, I was always amazed, like, 
you know, that guy's always in the right spot, but I don't, I don't know. You, you know, over the years, you just this, there's this instinctive quality that takes over, and you do find yourself in the right spot. But mm-hmm. and I, but I couldn't tell you why that is. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's experience, bro. It's it's decades, yeah, it's decades little, in the you know, game grinding, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I never want to that pat myself on the back, but I think it's experience and. That experience with it, that instinctive quality kind of takes over. But, you, you know, honestly, you do find yourself in the right spot a lot. So I guess, you know, I'll take I'll take that as a uh, yeah as an asset. And uh, I guess so there are like any, I guess we kind of mentioned it, anything that any challenges for covering such a big event. Obviously, I'm guessing there's probably it's way, way like, more you know, photographers. It's, it's like the, yeah, there's more, but it's, it's more like the TV cameras because they oh. have, you know, they, you know, um, and they have an extra line in the, you know, football games, there's a, there's a photographer line and there's a, you know, a, a, a network TV line. So, uh, or NFL film. So, yeah, you know, that's probably one challenge. You have to just understand, you know, where they're positioned and how it's not, how they won't block you out. So, and then, you know, uh, probably every year there's probably more and more TV coverage, more and more camera guys and NFL film guys and sound guys. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's probably the, the challenge, one of the challenges of a bigger game, but, um, but I also feel like it's a game where there's, you know, there's legit people who are working. So, you know, whereas a, as opposed to a regular game where there's a lot of, you know, there's, there's a there's definitely a decent amount of people who, you know, are just there just to be there. So, uh, yeah, definitely. I think both, both kind of like um, offset each other. So, you know, and most guys, at least I know, kind of work with, you know, we kind of work with each other. And, um, and most of the camera guys know you, and, and at least you know the guys that I know. So it, 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 it's 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 always worked out. I, I can't say it's 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 ever been a problem. But no, that's that's cool. And like, how how early will you get to like once it's, say it's Super? What I don't know what time Super Bowl yeah. starts on Sunday, but yeah, say the, I mean, how early do you get there? And like, when is when do you get out of there usually? Yeah. <laughs> um, generally, for Super Bowls, I mean, yeah, yeah, there at least five six hours before the game starts. And that's, I'm guessing. And that's just that's probably a six o'clock game. They're at like maybe noon, maybe like whenever the whenever they whenever they say the you know press gates open, you, you, you usually there. try to you try to get there and wait online and you know go through the you know the X-ray and dog sniffing stuff. And then once you're in the stadium, it's nice. It's, you, you know you have this, you have some downtime. And, yeah. You know. Um, you know you probably form a little bit of a game plan that you know with your with your team and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after the game, I, I, you know, I know we have editors on site there. Um, so I mean, we'll be there, you know, two, three hours after the game, I'm assuming. Or, yeah. you know, I, I usually wait. I mean, I, I think we, I think some guys will leave before the editors finish the tape. But I, I kind of always like it's just, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're there. The people just hang out and uh, wait till everybody goes home at the same time. Uh, that's the name of the game. You know, it's get out. there, get yeah. there early. That's what I've always learned. You get there super, super early because then you don't have to worry about nothing. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I have no problem getting to games early, uh, especially bigger games. And it's nice just to get there. You go through, you know, make sure everything's working, make sure your batteries are charged. Yeah, you know, you, just, you, know, you I, I like to take a little bit of a, you know, walk around the field and just, you know, take it all in. I mean, those actually. Uh, and I'll always say this, you know, some of my favorite moments are those, those moments, be- you know, way before, way before a game starts when it's like empty and just, yeah. you know, I'll, uh, you know, I'll either, you know, there's times where I'll just take a seat, but, you know, in the stands and just, just kind of just think about stuff. And mm. it's, uh, those are kind of fun moments of uh, being around sports. You know, uh, I've always, I've always appreciated those, uh, those quiet moments before anything, mm. 
you know, gets rolling and it's like, you know, there's a, there's definitely a reflective part of your life and your career and, yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah, it's nothing like an empty stadium, you know, at a big yeah. event. And, uh, you know, I've always, I've always cherished those moments. So yeah, so, yeah I, there's, there's, there's more, there's probably a time of, the, of the, that day where I'll just, you know, I'll just go off my own somewhere and just, just chill out for a little bit. No, that's smart. Um, and you know, another thing I was looking at your website, I know you have a, uh, yeah. you have a commercial agent, I was curious, yeah. um, how has that been for your career? Do you feel like it's been beneficial? Like, what do they bring to the table for you? Yeah, no, I just think it's another sounding board. I mean, I think as a photographer, you just you just never know. You never know like what you're doing yep. um, is is the the right. I mean, you have a good you have an idea, but it's always good to have an honest person. <laughs> And uh, Trisha is my uh, Trisha Scott from Merge Left is my is my rep, and uh, and she's just really honest with me. If I, you know, there there are times I'll send her something, and she's like, "Oh, it's great," and I'll send her something like, "Yeah, nah, you know, I'm not crazy about it." So, uh, and it, you know, and, and it's nice to know that, and we've had this you know, relationship early on where um, if you really like something, fight for it. You know, if you really like an image, or you really, you know, then you know, make an argument for it. But um, and I think those are good those are good discussions about. Um, you know, where you are and what you're creating. Uh, those are just good, honest. And you need somebody out there who is, you know, willing to, you know, tell you something is terrible. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> They're not crazy about it. I think, you know, uh, you know, yeah, you can put something on Facebook and you'll get, oh, that's awesome. But, yeah. uh, you know, that's not reality too, like you, you know, or Instagram for that matter. So it's always good to have somebody who's pretty honest about what your work is or what you, where they think you're going or what you want, where you want to go. And, mm-hmm. and you know, <laughs> I remember a long time ago I had this skiing image in my portfolio and it was a, I feel a good skiing image. And, uh, you know, I remember somebody, you know, one an editor saying, it's, you know, that's just not that great. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it hurts. I mean, those things hurt. It's, you know, I, I think we're all photographers are definitely emotionally tied to certain images or whether it's mm-hmm. because I had to climb up a mountain for like two hours and almost kill myself. And, you know, you finally get this image, but, um, you know, nobody cares about the story. This, you know, is, is it a good image or not a good image? And, yeah. uh, and I think I, it's always good to have a, a, a sounding board that can be honest with you. And then, you know, honestly, go, you know, you know, whatever you're creating, whether it's a promo piece, whether it's, uh, you know, hmm. you know how to how to uh, craft an email. It's, it's it's nice to have someone who's been in the business a long time and can give you some really, you know, good honest um, critique of, of whatever you're doing. Yeah, I think another thing too is like um, I think editing your work is hard because there's that even myself there's like a ton of pictures that I really like, but in the yeah. but it, it, they don't really fit in with like my body of work and what I'm trying to accomplish yeah. because when you're trying to do yeah. this commercially yeah. editorially, it's two different right. things. You feel you know? No question. And I, I I've definitely been a hardcore editorial photographer for the majority of my year my my career and uh, and it's trying to make that transition to you know be you know more you know. You know, have images have that more of a commercial flair to them. You definitely need someone to to understand what you're trying to do and that transition you're trying to make and uh, and how to best to uh, to make it. So uh, yeah. you know, honestly, you know, just, just to have somebody else that's you know, you know, again, you have a lot of discussions about where you want to go, kind of, you know, what clients you want to work for, and mm-hmm. uh, and you know, there's you know, somebody who's been in the business a long time understands that and uh can give you some really you know solid advice uh um you know going forward and uh, you know how to put all this you know what to shoot what to shoot next and because mm-hmm. you know, i think we're also we're also you know trying to figure out like you know 
if the, if it's a personal project, you know, what's, what's, you know, what that is and, you know, how does that benefit me? Or so I think there's a lot of different discussions that mm. it's always good to have somebody who, yeah, again, the honesty and the, the somebody who you, know, you have that dialogue with is, is, is definitely beneficial. Yeah, definitely. And I think especially with like, in terms of like commercial stuff, it, it becomes more of a team, uh, effort. Um, if you want to work on these bigger productions, bigger, I think yeah. like, when I first started editorial, a lot of times just you yourself, but then th- yeah. from like working and assisting other like guys who shot primarily commercial, I realized like, oh, it's like a team. Like they have their agent, they have their producer, they have like no these people. And understanding t- all that, yeah, and understanding all that is 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 you know, I mean, most of these you know these ad agencies are you know they're hiring you because obviously you can take a good picture, but they want to know you can produce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and know how to, you know, hire the right people and, uh, you know, the assistants and, you know, down, down to like, Hey, make sure the catering is, 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 is Lo- up to, yeah, locations, you know, they want to know that, yeah, everything, everything. Location scout. so they, you know, it's one thing just to say, Hey, I'm a good photographer and mm-hmm. I, I make good pictures, but can you produce a, you know, you can produce on a set when there's like 20 people behind you, like looking over your shoulder and, and, yeah. uh, uh, I, you know, and again, a good agent can, you know, even if you ha- don't have the the experience and in, in, in a wide range of of shoots, you know, knowing that hey, the production, we you know we got this. Like we you know we we you know we we're gonna make, we'll make this happen. And uh, mm-hmm. I think there's a, there's a point that they need to sell um, sell that sell yeah. that hey you know we're good we 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 we've done this a million different times and uh, we have the right people in place. So yeah, definitely. You know, no, it's definitely important. It. It's yeah, it's definitely important. And like uh, looking at all the work you've done within sports, I, like you mentioned, I think you shot twenty-seven Super Bowls, you got on the Olympics, yeah. shot like professional yeah. golf, everything under the sun. Um, yeah. Is there one sport that you like covering more than others? That's kind of like a passion for you, you think, or is it all? Uh, it, it, they're all good. Uh, um, I, I would say I, I still enjoy shooting baseball, and I, I don't know if it's just passion. I've always been a big baseball fan, and uh, it's a, it's a sport that. You can get close to the players. I mean, I, I, I've definitely have enjoyed um, doing, you know, doing more portraits like on the field or in dugouts, and and you know, baseball gives you that downtime. And you know, I've gotten to know a lot of guys over, over my years, so you know, you get you can get to do, you know, you can get a few minutes with somebody before the game and while the game is going on. And um, but I think there's a, you know, I don't know, I, baseball stadiums to me are always they're all different, they're all different colors and different uh, dimensions. So, it's summertime. And, it's like nice it's weather. It's summertime, and it, the light is always, you know, depending on, you know, a night game, you know, or a you know game that's you know the sun setting before the game. Uh, yeah, there's just a, little, a lot of different, a lot of different things that um, I enjoy doing. And uh, like I said, I think it kind of stems from being a, a baseball fan my whole life. But uh, yeah, you did and, some really yeah, good. And, and, you did some really good stuff with that on your website. You have a whole series with Derek Jeter. I'm guessing it was at his final season that series. Of yeah, work. yeah. Uh, Derek was, um, you know, it's it's one of those things that you you know when you spent um, your whole career, you know, shooting somebody. Like I, I shot Derek when he was in you know spring, you know, a, you know wearing number whatever. Yeah. You know, being a kid um, to where he plays his whole career in New York, and you know, obviously wins a bunch of World Series until the day he. You know, he, he plays his last game, and it's you know those are those are amazing moments to to uh, to, to document. So uh, yeah, I remember that last year we did a lot of work with uh, ESPN, and, um, it was, you know, um, and uh, yeah, it was you know, and yeah, you know, his last his last game at Yankee Stadium was you know probably definitely one of those highlights of my uh, you know my photography career where you know 
you think about like you know, the Babe Bruce and the Lou Gehrig's and you know what it was like you know shooting those guys in their, their last moments and you know then you're that you're there and you're like wow I'm actually uh, this is this is this is the guy in my generation now who's now retiring and I'm I'm that photographer who was on the field Hell yeah. black and white images and I'm the guy who's you know assigned to you know, create these images of, of this legend who is retiring from a legendary team. Yeah. And, you know, luckily, you know, there was some obstacles that day, but, you know, I think I made some pretty cool images of I really like you know, him coming at yeah, 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 I like yeah. the one. Actually, the one I liked in this series was, like, you literally went up to, like, the, probably the last row, like, in right field, and you're this with the fans. Like, so you were, you're, like, probably the last row, a top, top level. It just kind of gave the right. pr- perspective of not just, like, obviously you got the on-the-field stuff, but you kind of yeah. you covered, like, the whole stadium. You kind of get the perspective. Yeah, no, of, I mean – Old Yankee Stadium, I knew like the back of my hand. I knew, exactly. <laughs> and, then, and that's you know one of those things, cool things about you know shooting certain sports where there's certain places that you just know where to be, you know what angles, and you can just you know get there quickly, and you can, yeah, you know what what it's going to look like almost before you get there. So yeah, and I that was a that was a definitely a uh, everything kind of worked. I, mean, I knew you know it was a guy that I covered his whole career, and I just knew you know I, I felt like I knew pretty much what I wanted to do mm-hmm. beforehand and you know, almost had my own personal storyboard that I, uh, that I planned out and, um, you know, and it, and it was great when it all came together. And, you know, now that I look at it, you look at it forever and yeah. those, those images are timeless and they'll always be, uh, you know, again, one of those highlights in my career. Again, this, you know, this legendary this guy in New York that, um, you know, so yeah. still, you know, yeah. you know, they'll live with, they'll live beyond me, honestly. So, mm-hmm. uh, um, and there's very few occupations that, you know, you could say that where, you know, whatever you're creating now, um, you know, will stand the test of time until, you know, whatever. So, uh, there's, there's something cool about that. Yeah, no, definitely. I really enjoyed him. And like, uh, another question I was interested in asking you, obviously you've covered so many different sporting events and whatnot. Is there any sporting event that you haven't covered yet? That's still like on your, on your bucket <laughs> yeah. list to cover? Yeah. The, ma- the, yeah. The masters is one of them. I'm surprised you haven't covered that. Cause I, I, you've shot. I know <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy. Oh, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been, try- I've been like... trying. I know how hard it is. <laughs> I mean, I stopped, I think I gave up a while ago. I was like, you know, I, I, I was like every year I would try to make some phone calls and then just got, you know, I don't know, there's no way we're all, we're all, you know, spoken for. So, uh, yep. but I, I would hope that one day I get my, I get my chance to, uh, I've never shot Wimbledon. There's a probably, there's a few, there's a few bucket list items that I've never done. Um, yeah. so, you know, yeah. Masters, Wimbledon, yeah, uh, the Ma- Masters is tough. I talked to John Hewitt who shot it a bunch of times yeah. and, and even he said, he's like, it's literally the hardest credential to yeah, get in is. photography. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, they, know, they have a finite amount of credentials and there's a finite and, and if you're if you if you're one of those guys as a photographer shooting the masters, like why would you ever want you know ever not want yeah. to do it unless you can't you know and walk the, anymore? So and the way they do the masters, they don't even give you inside the ropes access. You're basically no, just no, no. with the fans. Yeah, it, it, there's no uh, yeah. You basically shoot from wherever. Um, yeah. So, um, I, but it, like you know the, the great thing you know what I've seen in the masters is, is there's no signage. There's no mm-hmm. you know even everybody plays by the same rules. The camera you know the network you know coverage and. Um, as long as people play by the same rules, it's pretty amazing what can, you know, what, what you can do. So, uh, um, and I've always loved the photography that comes out of there. Oh, it's amazing. I just, I got, I I just got, I want to get a photo of that, uh, iconic scoreboard, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The the manual scoreboard. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. No, it's there. I'll, 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 uh, 
it'll haunt me until I get to do it. Oh, I mean, you'll, you, you'll, you, know, you get to it. You, 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 you're you're going to get it, man. You you're going like, to get it. After, after this podcast comes out, you're going to get it, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll be, uh, yeah, they'll be, they'll be um, lining up to, to uh, hire me. But yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a few. There's a few of them left. Uh, but, I, you know, at this point in my career, like, yeah, it's great. I, I want to do that. But I, I actually like it. I like doing a lot of the oddball stuff now and mm-hmm. uh, things that you know, aren't big event stuff. So anytime I get an assignment that's, you know, completely, you know, off the, off the beaten path, I'm, I'm more happy. I'm, I'm probably happy to do those. Yeah. This like where, weird stuff. I, know, just, I like the photos on your website you shot for, I think it was last year when the e- Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl. It looks like you kind of just co- yeah, covered the yeah, city. What, what, yeah, was, what was that I, assignment um, all about? Yeah, no, I, um, you know, I knew I, I, I wasn't going to the game. Um, but, you know, I was, you know, being in New York, you know, we're not that far from Philadelphia. So I've always been, you know, I, I, you know, I always understood like how, how passionate the Eagles fans are, you know, or any Philadelphia fans are. And mm-hmm. I knew one thing after the Super Bowl, I said, this could be, you know, they're going to go crazy. Like, you know, they're going to go, you know, if they ever win, it, you know, this place is going to go bonkers. And, <laughs> <They did. laughs> uh, so I pitched it to Sports Illustrated, um, you know, probably a week before and, and uh, said, hey, I've been willing to go down there. I, I, I made some calls. I had some locations that, um, you know, some people who own bars or people who, who were um, a buddy of mine was uh, he played for the Eagles. And I, I reached out to him and he's like, hey, yeah, my grandfather's watching the game in a, in a basement with, you know, with, with my family. He's like, yeah, they'd be more than happy for you to show up. So I, I had a lot of these things already. Um, so, uh, you know, um, Marguerite at, at Sports Illustrated, um, director of photography, she's like, hey, you know, you ready to do it? And so, yeah, let's, let's do it. So um, I had a buddy of mine, we, we, uh, we drove down there that morning and, you know, we hit all these spots. We were down, you know, the Rocky Steps down by the, uh, yeah. um, the art, um, you know, um, what is it? it's, it's, uh, everything. We hit, you know, yeah. South Philly, you know, cheesesteaks and, uh, you know, different bars. And like I said, my buddy, you know, the guy who played for the Eagles, uh, uh, Corey Clement, his, his, his grandfather's house. So wow. we, we had all these locations. And, uh, and then we, we, we uh, the last, you know, last part of the game, we were in, uh, you know, South Philly and, uh, you know, some bar and, uh, you know, and then we, then we walked. We literally walked like a couple of miles down to um, city center to where it was just you know complete chaos. And, yeah, uh, yeah, they had um, the photos had it, a lot it, of energy. You know, you could. Yeah, really... it was a five. I mean, it was it was it was wild. And then you know, somebody who shot so many Super Bowls, it was it was really cool to to see it from uh, that perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, and again, like as my, you know, I think my career evolves. Like those. I'm probably more happy about assignment an assignment like that, or or the uh, the result of an assignment like that, where you know, like you were, you know, I was thousands of miles from wherever they were playing the game, but you was you could still tell a story from yeah. you know that perspective, and uh, and it, you know, to me, it was also you know something that just it's really just mine. I mean, I you know there weren't too many guys that I think were doing it, you mm-hmm. know. So I, I'm always one to like, hey, you know, if I if it's, it's completely unique to me. Um, you know, the better it is. It's like, you know, and, uh, yeah. So yeah, definitely one of those assignments I'll always remember as far as like, Hey, something like, it's, and it's fun when you pitch an idea and then it, and you execute the idea and then they, you know, they ended up publishing, you know, three leading offs in the magazine that week. So, yeah. um, yeah, that's, that's like the, the, like that's the, I think the perfect, uh, you know, the perfect storm where, you know, the pitch, the execution, and then the, uh, the result, uh, it's, it's, just, worked uh, out. Yeah, I think that's kind of the. I think that's like the challenge because, like as you know, like sports has been photographed a million different ways, a million times. But they're still like trying to find a different angle, perspective, and like put your touch on it. That's kind of the challenge. Yeah, no, I think the storytelling of sports is. I mean, it'll always be there. Fans are always a big deal, a big part of it. But 
Um, you know, again, like any advice to somebody, you know, there's always, there's always something there. You just have to kind of look for it. You have to just, uh, you know, I think we all want to, and I, you know, I'm first one to say, like, I, I just wanted to go to games and, and shoot the game and be like everybody else. But, mm-hmm. you know, you realize like, if you open your mind a little bit and you just kind of just look around and you start to, to investigate a little bit, there's, you know, there's a million stories out there. And yeah. you know, guys come up to me all the time. So how do you get credentials? Like you don't have to get credentials to, to be a sports photographer. There's a million events going on in the world yeah. that don't require a credential or just require a phone call. Yeah. You know, you can, there's a million events, and you know, if you really mm-hmm. want to show that you can shoot sports, you don't have to be at a, you know, at a game, you know, at a Patriots game, or you know, and the, you know, for that matter, you know, you don't have to do it. You don't. It doesn't have to be that way. There's a million ways to, to, to show people your skill set. Yeah, you could. And, shoot, they would, and they'll build. Yeah, you could just shoot like yeah, outside they'll, outside they'll, the stadium. There's a lot of different ways that. You can get the message across to a client that hey, I I have this ability to 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 tell a story, and uh, it's it's and you're almost you're almost limiting yourself when you get the credential and you go to a game where there's a hundred other photographers who are you know kind of basically shooting the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah, and I and those so, yeah. and those editors they want a different perspective because I I just met with Nate Gordon over at Players Tribune yeah. recently, and they're like they're like oh yeah we covered that we covered that and they're 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 like yeah. hungry for people with new ideas and different perspectives. Always. So if you can, if you you can like find something people are going to gravitate oh. towards it and you'll probably get yeah. hired you know always and you could you could go on you can you know go on your computer go on the internet you could search so many different things that are going on and uh and again like if you really want to impress an editor or you know whoever else you, you know you want to uh, show your work to you know show them that you can actually have the ability to uh you know start to finish you know uh, you know a complete story where you can find a story pitch a story you know write a cool little treatment deck whatever you want to call it and uh and then execute it um that that'll 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 definitely impress people as opposed to just you know getting a picture of Tom Brady but you know dropping back the pass. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, not, definitely. Not, not even a question. <laughs> you know, I, I I understand the allure of trying to be in the you know middle of it. I you know I totally get it, but you know the reality is like. You know, a guy like Nate Gordon doesn't need to see you know your picture from the Patriots game. You know? No, no, he'd rather he'd rather you see you. He'd rather see you like some like uh, high school wrestling you know yeah. story that was you know yeah. that no one else knows about that you did some research and you 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 made, you know you made something happen out of it. Yeah. So uh, or you could do there's like a million yeah. different things you could do like a whole still life series of sports. You could photograph freaking it's, it's endless. It's never ending. It's honestly it's never ending. I mean yeah. uh, you know and. You know, it's never ending. There's always something out there. There's always some. There's always, you know, some kid that no one's ever heard about. There's always mm-hmm. a team that no one's ever heard about, or a coach. Or yep. there's always there'll be, you know, we all kind of like the thirty for thirties, the, uh, the ESPN. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's so many stories that yeah. um, are not obvious, and and, uh, yeah. and I think as we go on, like that 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 storytelling. Uh, you know, model will never die off. I mean, that's just something that's always going to be there. So yeah, definitely you know, find the story, you know, execute the story. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to get some, you know, you want to, you want, you want to get somebody's attention. That's that's yeah. probably the easiest way to do it. Yeah, definitely. A couple more questions. I'll let you go. Yeah. Um, one thing I was interested in talking to you about, um, I guess with editorial and even commercial stuff, like how do you handle like editorial contracts and usage? Um, do you try to negotiate sometimes? Because I know I've been seeing even some magazines I've worked for. Um, there are, some magazines are asking for like perpetual rights to use your photos to yeah. help to help their marketing efforts. I've been finding that yeah. becoming more common. Um, how do yeah, you have, no, how, unfortunately, it's getting common. Um, you know, 
it's a tough one, honestly. I mean, I think you, you know, sometimes you have to hold hold your ground and just say, hey, um, mm-hmm. I think you have to weigh the, the, the weigh the situation. Like, is it, you know, is what the access I'm getting beneficial to my career, or um, am I willing to give up the rights to for this? Yeah. Uh, I think every situation is different. I think you have to just look at it, um, mm. you know, and I, you know, it's yeah. different than what I remember. Um, you know, it's definitely, every, you know, it's obvious that clients are always going to try to get as much as they can for the amount of money they're paying you. They're gonna, mm. If they get perpetual rights, they're going to do so. Yeah. And, you know, you know, I would say, you know, you, you fight back a little, you know, definitely fight back. I mean, I don't think you should always, any time I don't think you should take the contract that's given you, Right away, I think there's always there should be somewhat of a, uh, um, a you know a, a dialogue that says, hey, you know, I, I, this is I don't like this, I don't like that, and and just see where it goes from there, right? you know. Yeah. And then you, you then know, you then you get a clearer picture, like, hey, you know what, I there's no way they're gonna they're gonna go for this, and then you have to just wait the you know wait the wait the yeah. Um, yeah. decision, like is it is the what what they're assigning me to do is it worth it? To what they want, and mm. I think every situation is is, is, is different. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, yeah, I, and I, you know. I agree. I think as a younger photographer, I I, I was just so hungry to work. I, I just thought like, oh, they sent me this contract, so I guess I have to sign it. But I think I realized yeah. over years of doing it, it's like, oh no, like actually, I can be like, I can change things yeah, up because I cross out stuff and change it back. You know, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I, I, I like, you know, I think you know. For the most part, the people will be receptive. At least you making an argument, and mm-hmm. uh, um, and then you know they might say, "Hey, no, this is a take it or leave it." And then, then you then you make a decision from there. But I think you have. I don't think you have to sign anything that's put in front of you right away. I think you always can put up an argument, and uh, um, and that's kind of where I go back to where you know having a style where you know if they really want you and they this is the look that they're looking for. You have a little bit more of a. Yeah. Of a, of an opportunity to uh, argue a point where it's like, hey, you're not just like a hired you know, gun. You're not the front of a hundred other guys that can do the same thing. So I think, you know, creating that 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 look or that 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 uniqueness to what you bring to the table, you you definitely have a, you know, or and and the fact that you can work, you know, you know, in, in a situation where you know it might be a uh, you know a touch and go situation or something a little more touchy where you have a you know you have an experience so um, gives you leverage, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you want that, um, but you know, if you know, like, hey, you know, they just want me to cover this game, and there's fifty other guys that you know can do the same thing. Mm. Yeah, you know, your leverage is pretty much nil at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think you have to kind of, yeah, you kind of like, you know, it's like a catch twenty two. You have to kind of build yourself to a point where, hey, man, they really they want me for this assignment because I'm the perfect guy. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, building that leverage up is, you know, again, that takes time, and mm-hmm. you know, but over time, you can. You know, but I, at, at any point, I would say, you know, don't always, don't, you know, don't just give it away. Don't ever just pick us. Don't ever take the, you know, just like the first contract that's handed to you and sign it right away. As much as you want, and we all want to work, and we all mm-hmm. are excited when somebody hire, you know, wants to hire us. But, yeah. um, you know, I think we all understand, like, yeah, you, know, you have to, you have to kind of just, you yeah. know, believe what you do and believe what you do is important, and uh, you know, sometimes you have to. You know, hold your ground a little bit. Yeah, no, definitely. As difficult as that might sound. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It took me a while to figure it out, but I agree. And um, I guess, like, what do you think it is um, that's kind of kept you going in this business? Because as you know, there's a lot of ups and downs. It's really competitive. Um, What's kind of kept you going? What do you think is kind of the keys to your success, I guess? I mean, mean, one is, I mean, I think you just, you know, you are um, you're good at what you do. I think that's that's the easy answer. Um, but I think you have to also be 
you know, easy to work for, easy to work with. I mean, uh, I think you have to be willing to, uh, you know, do certain things, but, you know, just be responsible, you know, show up. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, not a lot of bullshit. I mean, um, you know, nobody wants to hear your excuses about your, you know, your flat tire or your, uh, you know, you know, flight was, you know, canceled or, mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's certain things that you have to do. A client knows, Hey man, it's, you know, even if there's a hurricane, so and so is going to get to where the assignment is. Like, nobody wants to hear you and your 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 whatever excuse you make. That, mm-hmm. You know, you know, I lost my you know, the airline lost my bag or this. Like, yeah, I think over time, you know, that that would get old. Um, so I, I think I've always maintained a you know very professional, uh, you know, professional work ethic as far as you know, never miss an assignment. I've never you know, mm-hmm. never like, hey, I got sick and I you know I couldn't make it. You know, I, I've shot games when, you know. I had like a hundred, you know, four degree temperature, and you know, <laughs> it was your Jordan game, man. It was your Jordan flu game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like you just, you just, yeah, you're a professional. Let's People get it done. You get it done. Professional, and and once they know that, once they, you know, then you, you know, you you, you develop a rep, your reputation that hey, you know what, this guy is like, you know, no, and no one wants to hear you bullshit, like yeah. you know, so you know, they, they, you know, they expect you to, you know, no one wants to hear like the ten phone calls, like oh, there's no. You know, there's no rent the cars in this place. Like, you know, just, just make it work. You know, <laughs> yeah, just make yeah. something happen. Like, you know, just like, yes, you know, they're, they're hiring you. You figure it out. Like, those are things that, you know, you figure out. Nobody, you know. So I think once you develop that reputation, it, it, it goes a long way. And uh, I think that's something that personally, I, you know, I think I've done. And uh, and any advice I would give, just, just you know, don't bombard people with, like, you know, <laughs> useless <laughs> questions about things that you could obviously answer, like, yeah. or you could get answers for. So, uh, and, uh, and then, uh, you know, try to evolve. I mean, I think, you know, I think people always, you know, you know, I mean, as much as I've, you know, I've done this for 30 years and I could sit there and say, Hey, you know, I've, this is what I've done. This is, I don't think you could ever rest on your laurels and say, Hey, this, no. um, I think you always have to be willing to, you know, always show new work and always be, Hey, look at, you know, look what I'm working on. Yep. Um, and, you know, always be relevant, always, you know, you know, Try to try to be as relevant relevant as you can, and um, you know we're we're as good as our last picture. So that's how I look at you know every assignment. So I think you know I think that's a an attitude you always have to have is is just you just have to just always be willing to uh, you know get better or just you know know, improve or whatever whatever you want to say you know. Yeah, most definitely. And I guess uh, my last question: We got the Super Bowl on Sunday. Who you take? Who you taking? Who you think is gonna win? I'm gonna root. I'm gonna go anti-Patriots. So. All right. Oh yeah, because you're you're you're, I, I you're, you're, you're a Jets you're, fan, I right? I, I am a Jets fan. Condolences. Condolences. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, it really is. I mean, I, 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 but I've gotten to the point where I've, I'm, I, I'm. I think after this, after the last game, I'm, I'm really respectful what, for what, uh, you, that, what they've done up that, there. The press conference. Did you see the video of the press conference of you guys' new coach? Yeah. Yeah. No. It was. It was <laughs> It was great. it was a great video. Though. It was great. Hopefully, hopefully he's a better coach than he is. Than he is yeah, as far as no, handling no. press conferences, but yeah, I'm I'm, I'm respectful of the Patriots as, as much as it's and I and I've seen Tom Brady. I think I, I wrote to you the other day. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I remember shooting him in Michigan and when he was drafted and never thought much and yeah. and to watch his career unfold the way it has. I mean, it's insane. You realize in sport that is it's uh, it's not easy. Not no. easy to kind of do it over that though that long of a period of time and uh yeah. you have to uh, at a point um and I've, I've 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 you know i've kind of taken my fandom out of most things that i do and um but 
yeah, I've, I've, I've gone to the point of, you know, complete respect for what they've done up there and, you know, him and, you know, him and Belichick and, uh, yeah, I think, you know, I think you have, I mean, that's the, that's the cool thing about sports too, is being around it is, um, you know, Tom was, you know, he's definitely not one of those guys that was a pure, you know, a specimen. Um, uh, and obviously he was drafted sixth round for a reason. And, uh, yeah. but he, you know, he just worked harder at it than anybody else. And, you know, he still up all the most people and yep. stays later and and, um, and I think you could use that for any, any career where, Hey, you know, if you really want something, you really want to work for it. You really want to, you know, um, I don't care what your, what, you know, God given abilities are. You can, you can make, yeah, you, know, you can make, you can be successful at almost anything. So hell yeah. He's well, definitely, uh, uh, he's definitely uh, a poster child for that. Hell yeah. Well, Rob, I can't thank you enough, man, for doing this. It's a real pleasure talking to no, you. No, it was great. No, it's, it's cool. Man. And, I really uh, appreciate it. So, uh, and for people listening, where's the best place to check out your work? Yeah, that's my website. It's www.robtringali.com. Um, yeah, it's got you know pretty much you know my career, my contact. So uh, yeah, that's uh, I would say that's the best place to start. And uh, you know, give me a call, email me, whatever you want to do. Perfect. I'll link it, and everyone can go check it out. And thanks so much. All right, Alex. Appreciate it, man. We'll chat soon. So there you have it. That was the Rob Tringali interview. I want to thank Rob so much for taking the time to come on the podcast. Um, it was a real pleasure talking to him about all his work and experience within photography. Especially exciting to hear about everything that goes into covering the Super Bowl and all the different sporting events he's done. Um, so definitely go check out Rob's website at robtringali.com as well as his Instagram at Rob Tringali. He's got lots of cool work and uh, different projects he's done. So definitely go check that out. And as always, I'll be having weekly podcasts every Monday on iTunes, SoundCloud, as well as my website, alexgagnephoto.com, and on my Instagram, at alexgagnephoto. Thanks so much for listening, and take care.